0: Welcome back. Welcome to and honestly just welcome. Um to rant not over where I just talk I just talk shit. I just talk about what's on my mind. Um a lot of these thoughts are not finished, not complete, or honestly could just be purely my first time ever saying it. Um which I think the cool thing is the cool thing about talking because speaking in general, like They tend to start off, obviously, as just thoughts. Um, But when you talk, you really get to expand on those ideas and, you know, just figure it out, basically. Like, a thought is not a complete entity. And so when you get the chance to talk to someone else about it or even talk to yourself about it, um, it's, like, a really cool journey into, like, making the thought, like, something almost tangible, right? Like, okay, now I can explain this. I know how I feel about it. I know how it makes me feel, whatever. Uh, And on the note of talking to yourself, I think anyone who says they don't talk to themselves um, is either one, lying, (laughs) or two, telling the truth, which is also scary because it means that they're afraid of themselves, (laughs) is how honestly I take that. I'm like... Okay, I'm sorry you don't talk to yourself um are you afraid of what you might find out? <laughs> I'm confused are you are you worried like do you not dig that deep into your own brain? Are you afraid what might come out if you actually talk and it doesn't even have to be deep, right? Like you don't have to have a deep conversation with yourself, but just on the day to day like you know you're mostly contemplating with your own brain, so you're not gonna check in real quick like hey, you know, <laughs> I, think we should, uh, I think we should go to the gym earlier today. And then the other part of you is like, yeah, it's a good idea. And then the other part of you is like, no, bitch, we're sleeping in. So I don't know. That went a different route than I <laughs> anticipated on it. But basically, just talk to yourself. And if we're talking about the deep um, sort of conversations, not the super shallow, you know, day-to-day Um, I think if you don't do that, I think you're missing a huge part of what being a human is, like what being an aware, um, self-aware human is. And if you've been around me enough, I'm sure I've told you at one point or not in our encounters that I honestly believe um, a huge part of happiness comes from self-awareness and i think it's because it gives you a sense of responsibility right like and happiness is not an external thing i really do believe that it is a sense of ownership and responsibility over your own feelings thoughts actions reactions etc and so to not take responsibility of those things you place it in the hands of other people right so, for instance, um, you may have gone through, like, something in your childhood, right? And you haven't faced it. You haven't talked about it. You haven't accepted it. You haven't whatever. And there's always going to be a little part of you, like a void or an open wound or, you know, just a really vulnerable part of you, um, that is pretty much open to the world because you haven't healed it yet or, you know, you thought you have, but really it's still open. It's not deep down under the surface. And so when other people kind of brush up against those wounds, right, like it hurts and it's very raw and it's real and you sometimes lash out in certain ways because of it. Um, and it's almost like you expect these external forces, these other people, these situations, the finances, the relationships whatever you expect those to kind of bring you I don't know if that was a good analogy I don't know if the wound thing was a good analogy it's just how I see it in my head but you expect happiness and healing I guess you could say right to come from external sources Uh, when in reality a lot of it is your responsibility it's no one else's responsibility to make you happy um, to make it to make you feel fulfilled, to bring you you know fulfillment, uh, complete utter enjoyment, whatever the case is, like a lot of those things root in your own um, your own self, and that's why I think talking to yourself is important. <laughs> um, I might sound like a crazy person at this point, but just talking to yourself. Um, or talking to other people, right, about those sort of things. But you have to recognize it in yourself first to even be able to have, like, a productive or honest conversation. Um, And I think feelings and emotions are such a weird concept in the sense of you can't always put words on it, right? And we have. We have created words for anger and hurt and what it feels like to love and what envy feels like, right? Like we have these feelings and we've put these adjectives on them. So that's like our best shot at trying to explain what we actually feel. But I'm sure, excuse me, everyone has felt before that that scratches the surface of what the emotion actually feels like, like the physical sensation of it. But you got to try, like, to just feel those things and to not even try to put them into words or conversation or context that, like, you can actually conceptualize. That's dangerous because those feelings just fester and they emulate and they take over, good or bad ones, right? Um, So either way, it's beneficial to, like, talk to yourself, uh, journal, talk to other people and because we're all feeling things, we're all feeling feelings, um, and sort of really try to, to put them into words that, you know, you can understand, um, is, like, the first step to even knowing that that shit exists, <laughs> you know, like, they are in us, but actually putting a name on it, right, it's, like, Okay, if you're walking in a group of strangers, like you're in a swarm of strangers, there's a hundred of you, you're walking across a crosswalk. It's like, okay, yeah, you kind of, you know, subconsciously realize that these are other humans with other lives, families, et cetera. But they honestly don't hold that much value to you because you don't know their name, right? Like, and that's a very simple thing, but it's putting a label on that person. It's now personalized. It's emotional, more emotional, So, like, if you're walking on a crosswalk with 100 people and you know two of the people in the crosswalk and there was a person whose name you don't know gets, like, bumped by a car. Like, not hit, right? Like, not traumatic, but, like, bumped. You're like, oh, my gosh, like, that's kind of crazy, right? But say you're walking with Jerry and you know Jerry and Jerry gets bumped by a, you know, nudged by a car. And you're, like, freaking out. Like, that's your dude, right? That's your guy. That's Jerry. So it's kind of the same thing with feelings. They all are in there kind of swarming, circling, you know, um, submitting, suppressing, or, you know, just showing their face um, every day. And when you put a name to those feelings, when you put an attachment of... This is what I'm feeling, and this is the best words that I can use to explain this. And it makes it real, and I've never said this out loud, honestly, but like now that I'm thinking of it, I feel like that is one of the first steps to healing, is, okay, I'm feeling this thing. Um, I felt it before, maybe not, but... I need to talk about it, I need to feel it, I need to like put a name on it, I need to label it maybe, <laughs> the label may change along the way as you get more comfortable, acquainted with this feeling, if you will, but you put a name on it and it's like, okay, wait, this is valid, how I'm feeling is valid, um, this is an emotion, and it's often like a gut feeling, right, like emotions are pretty, pretty tailored to how your body's responding to something, so it is valid. So acknowledge it. And, uh, yeah, just move on from there. Like, all right, first step, first box checked. I gave that bitch a name. (laughs) And then you can just keep on rolling, keep on rocking. Um, Yeah, people are afraid of emotions. And I honestly, I feel for them. Like, as someone who grew up in a pretty, um, communicative, like emotionally safe house. You know, I was able to be expressive. My sisters are able to be expressive. Um, you know, it was just like a safe place for emotions. Like shit wasn't just shut down, but I am aware of the fact that some people are, you know, were raised in a household where emotions were not allowed. Like your feeling was not allowed. It was not important. It was not valid it got shut down, you know, and I I guess I kind of live like that, right? Like it's still human nature of arguments and, you know, not always accepting someone else's point of view or emotion. Um, But there were some people where it was not tolerated at all. And so I can empathize with an adult now who went through that as a child, who is not able to completely feel the feelings or, you know, they may be harvesting them, like they're just holding them in deep down um, because, you know, nurture versus nature. Like, they were raised to do that, and now they're a full-fledged adult who have yet not, you know, been able to kind of heal from those things because they've always been taught to stuff them. And so if you're a stuffer, I'm sure you're not alone. Like, I still stuff feelings. Um, you know, it's I think it's a pretty general human Uh, tendency I would say but you're not alone and conversation is scary I feel like I'm like being Dr. Phil right now and I'm not I'm not trying to be preachy by any means but like I prefaced this whole podcast with is we have thoughts and better than just swirling in our head all the time it's nice to write them down or talk them out whether it's to another person or myself or a microphone like I'm doing. So this is essentially what I'm doing. Like these are things that I often think about, and this is just an avenue of me exp- like putting those thoughts into words. Um, so that's number one. <laughs> <laughs> I do drink some tea because my voice is getting hoarse over here. Uh, yeah, I think that's maybe all I talk. I will talk about tonight. I don't ever feel the need to like completely stretch these things out if I you know don't have another premise um that is like sitting in the front of my brain but if you've made it this far again thanks for listening and I hope you have a fabulous night evening morning whatever um we'll talk soon peace well I'll talk soon you'll listen (laughs) we'll talk soon like I'm on a phone call all right we'll talk soon talk to you later bye um All right. Peace and blessings. Oh my God. My voice is such a bitch. I sound like a 14 year old pubescent boy. It cracks all the time. Okay. Peace and blessings. Bye.